where she feels joy when she thinks about me. That feels just really wrong. Guys, what, are all of our ideas like super manipulative? <laughs> <laughs> um, all of your ideas are, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Three Guys, Three Questions, where three friends test the limits of propriety through the questions we ask. Today is the day she finally notices me. This week, we're sponsored by glasses, taking glasses off and becoming hot, and one-dimensional female characters. I'm Aaron L.M. Gowen, and I'm joined, as always, by Andrew Savage. Say hello, Andrew. Hey, how's it going? Hmm, I think it's it's pretty good for me because, uh, I don't know if you heard. It's it's the day she finally notices me. Oh, dude, mark that in your calendar because that never happens. Yeah. <sighs> Write about gonna, it in your journal. It's gonna be great. I'm yeah, I'm gonna journal about it. I'm uh, also joined by Adam Prince Junior Anderson. I'm just a real nice guy. It's real a real nice guy. I'm just I'm so nice. You're obtainably hot. <laughs> you know, Adam. Adam, I I never I never thought about you that way, but but. But now that you say it, if you're new to the show, here's how it works. Each host asks a question, then each host gives their answer. Hilarity hopefully ensues, and we move to the next question. I have today's first question, so I'm going to take that question away, and then I will deliver it unto you. I'm going to take it away. See you guys later. <clears throat> could, you, could you try that one more time, but less stilted? I have today's first question, so I'm going to tell it to you right now. Okay. Uh, I, I mean, I guess uh, that okay. was technically less stilted. Okay. So here's my question. Uh, <laughs> which trope or archetype would you most likely pay, play if you were cast in a romantic comedy? I would be the friend. Like, you know the friend. The, the single friend who the main character goes to for advice, and that advice is always terrible. <laughs> That's me. So... So you're like the friend that has his own subplot, but that I mean I don't even no I don't even have a subplot. I'm just there to like move the story into a comical direction, mm. right? Like so, like a rom com is built upon misunderstanding. I am there to provide that misunderstanding. Okay. So the key about acting is playing someone not like you. In real life. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I beg to differ. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, tell that to Daniel Day Lewis. <laughs> Wait, he was he was actually <laughs> Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, that that is interesting. Why is it always it always like hinges on misunderstanding? That's it's, what makes I'm basically romantic Vince Vaughn's character in everything that he does. <laughs> Vince Vaughn's character, in everything. Even when he's the protagonist, he's still somehow the friend. <laughs> I know. There's not there's not a name. So so um look at the show notes if you're if you're listening I'm going to have a list of TV tropes is that is that a is that the actual name is there something I don't know. You're like the MacGuffin is what it is. Yeah. I mean, kind of, but like, I'm not what's being chased after. I'm just, Oh, right. I just throw a spanner in the works. <laughs> you're like the guy that's like, Hey, um, uh, hey you, you, you ever thought about that MacGuffin? You're the guy who, <laughs> what? Right. Like I, I, I am the guy who the main like love interest guy comes to. And he's like, I just don't know what to do about this girl. And then I say, here's what you do. Here's the, here's what's guaranteed to get you the girl. And then 
it just it doesn't work and then because it doesn't work it actually works so your character lives in the basement of your parents house and is high all the time <laughs> and drives around in a giant van and you're pretty much shaggy from scooby-doo i mean i guess i i, yeah. I don't know i don't know how to describe <laughs> it other than vince vaughn <laughs> i gotta look at vince vaughn i don't know if he's ever played that character before but i'll believe you hmm i'm just sorry i just got distracted at reading all these uh are you sure it's not unwanted harem? Yeah, I don't think that's it. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty sure. <laughs> so, huh? There's a lot of uh, anime ones in here. Yandere. Yeah, I don't. Yandere. Um. Are you sure, Adam, that you're not the hot librarian? <laughs> I'm a hundred percent sure that I'm not the hot librarian because of one, I'm not hot, and two, I'm not a librarian. What about just librarian? Did you not hear number two? <laughs> no, I think you could play it. Oh, I could, I could pretend to be a librarian. Easy. It's mostly just being quiet and not letting people steal books. Ah, oh, you figured out acting. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, hmm. It's, it's time for me to have an Oscar now. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm, I'm naming this trope. Like, you, you can't find it on the list because I'm naming it. It's just the friend. Yeah, I don't, I don't see it. Well, this list is. In like, wow, just friend. I'm just the well-meaning but really dumb. No, they have something like that. I look it up. Um, no, I don't see. I mean, I'm looking. They've even got green skin space babe, but they don't have this. <laughs> I feel like that's a pretty uh, go-to character. <laughs> I know it's in every romantic comedy. I am in every romantic comedy, just not as the person who's ever like happy you, at the end. Your character is so far in the background of the care of the movie that they don't even have it on this list. That sounds uh that sounds a lot like me. Maybe these tropes are the relationships and not necessarily the characters. Mm, they're both Oh, so well, that's good. Uh, Andrew, what what are you? So, I I'm also I went through this list quite extensively and that's I couldn't find the part I wanted to play. The part I would play in my in the romantic comedy would be the store owner during the shopping montage. <laughs> That just that you go just goes, oh yeah. shucks. There's, like, there's a, over the montage is just me rolling my eyes as I see him playing around. I'm like all <laughs> oh, those kids, or I <laughs> come in and I'm all frazzled with my arms, and they're like, oh, why are you guys here? <laughs> and then when they come to buy stuff, I'm like, fine, and I sell them whatever their clothes or cake or whatever the store has to be for the story to move along. <laughs> See, I I would hate that because the thing about rom coms is that the main characters just leave a path of destruction in their wake with no consequences. Well, this is this is a movie right. that I'm playing as an and actor. So like they just so it doesn't I mean, really as mean they I have montage through the mall, like they're just going to be making a huge mess. And if you're the store owner, then well, like now you got to clean up after that. Well, again, this is a movie, and so I don't have. To, oh, oh, that's the part you would. I, I was I was thinking like being in the world of the rom com. Sorry. No, this My is bad. he's being ty- he's being typecast. Yeah, I just feel like I'm not. Now I get it. So, uh, <laughs> like, I'm not really like the type of guy that like get upset when people are having fun. But I just feel like I could really explore that space as an actor. <laughs> just be- yeah, I have I have the pencil mustache. <laughs> Of course, and I wear the suit, <clears throat> and there, there's some song that no one knows or has ever heard of playing in the background. And you like you can look stern. You've looked sternly at me yeah. before. I mean, I got the part, and that's because I'm awesome at it. But right, and you can play much older, yeah, or younger. I'm just that versatile as an actor. Well, no, mostly just older. <laughs> um. Because of the mustache. Yeah, I'm not going to comment on that, so I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> um, so so I would be what is what is 
I don't know. It's called. I think technically it's called the romantic false lead. I was going to say I don't but see. It, is that on the list? But it okay. Yes, but it might also be called the Baxter. I like the Baxter better. The Baxter's a little bit different. So, so the romantic false lead is the it is someone who is there to to potentially steal away the the love of the story from the protagonist, right? Well, in most cases, that the lead or the the woman in this case or the man has already has relationships with the Baxter before the right, right, before right. The real love interest enters the story, right? And so, so my only role there is to provide conflict, which is easily disposed of. Right. <laughs> the only thing that's really like, hard is the social awkwardness. But they decide not to <laughs> do anything that a normal person would do. I I think that I would be cast as this because um everyone seems to think that I should be in this role because in life I am I am very often put into this role. And I, how many like, times have you been left at the altar? Uh several. Um <laughs> no, I've never been I've never made it to the altar. Um, but, but everyone who I have dated surely has immediately after breaking up with me. So like, that's why I think I'm this character because everyone who's ever with me finds the love of their life usually while they're with me or, or shortly thereafter. What was that movie in the early 2000s? Was it Good Luck Chuck where every time yes, a I'm, girl would break up with him, they would find the love of their life? Well, it was every time something else happened, but I'm... I'm, this is a PG movie. Uh, this is a family <laughs> family friendly show. Yeah. Um, yes, that's 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 what I am like. And the worst thing is, is that like um, I don't know if you remember this, Andrew, but people found out. Like people got wise to my mystical powers. Uh huh. So like, and so then they like in the movie they, they would purpose <laughs> right, they, but they would purposefully try to date me, so that they so that they could. Uh, hurry up and, and, and get on with their lives, which is just awful because then it was like anybody who went on a date with me, I was like, really, why are you here? Which is funny because you, what's your intention? Because I remember trying to ask you out and you said no. And I was upset because I wanted to find the rest of my life, too. But well, I'm sorry, but I just didn't want to ruin our friendship, Andrew. Man, I hate when girls say that. <laughs> I really value our friendship. I'm joking. <laughs> but I, I never asked you out, but I did stay close in case any girls like suddenly thought I was that person. <laughs> like, oh, shit, maybe he's the person that I'm supposed to be with. First. They accidentally like, mistake mistake uh, you for me, or me for, yeah, you for yeah. me? No, well, mm. not as, I mean, as someone that maybe they thought is their potential uh, um, love interest forever. Maybe it works with this guy, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, or it's just like, okay, I dated Aaron, now the next guy I'm going to date, I'm going to fall in love with, and then Andrew's there, like, I'm going to make sure that's me. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't work. My we'll I didn't have the know. energy or the Wait, that's what you were up to? <laughs> <laughs> I just thought I just thought you were trying to be like really supportive. Well, I mean I was. I was I really trying it. to help you, but also me. Actually, it's kind of like a rom-com plot where he came in with it like he came into it with bad intentions. Mm-hmm. And then and then I don't know, through a series of crazy hijinks, you guys actually became friends. Yep, that's how real life works. Just just like that. Nothing but hijinks. <laughs> hijinks, hijinks all the way down. <laughs> hijinks upon hijinks upon hijinks. My question is, if you were put in the world of a rom-com, how would you get the girl? Oh, man. So here's the thing. I think I'm, I'm answering. So this is Andrew, who is talking now. 
<laughs> oh, good. I was thinking it was me for a second. I was worried. Well, I wasn't talking I was to worried you. That I was legitimately worried that people would think that it was me. So the thing is, if I was in a rom-com world and I had to get the girl, I'd have to be the most, like, first of all, it can't be planned. It has to be on the cuff, but seemed like it could have been planned. And mine would be obviously um, the girl gets is at the dance. It's how she becomes homecoming queen, but I'm not there because I told her I had to leave town because some the cops are after me because I might have stabbed a guy. <laughs> but, but when you just like maybe have stabbed the person, yes, <laughs> you never so know. So she walks up, she gets the crown, she's looking in the crowd, she didn't see me, and then suddenly a light turns on and there's a the crowd disperses and I it's me <laughs> and I and I have my leather jacket over my shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, of the theme song from Dirty Dancing starts playing, and she runs to her and we start dancing. The end. Credits roll. <laughs> well, how, does the, how does the theme song from Dirty Dancing go? I don't remember. Um, time of my life. Remember? Uh, what does it sound like? I am not going to sing it. I, I know what you're trying. What you're trying to do? And it's not going to happen. I thought I was going to pull it off. <laughs> Usually Adam falls for that kind of stuff. So I was going to try. What if I just start singing? Yeah. Wait, hold up. Really falls good. for that kind of thing, or, or actively participates because we're trying to make a funny joke. Um, choose your words carefully, Aaron. <laughs> right. Yes. Yes. Of course. You know, you're in on the joke the whole time. Um. <laughs> that's so brilliant don't you wish you could like go back and and with the knowledge you have now of of and how easily it would be to like manipulate people back oh then? yeah well i figure like in high school people are pretty manipulative already like not necessarily manipulative but they are very receptive to others influences let me say that and I feel like that would be a very helpful knowledge to have had at that time. Because back then, it seemed like everything was against you, and, and you were completely helpless. Turns out, no, not at all. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> like you just lacked the self awareness to understand. <laughs> it's so crazy how that works. So I hope no teenagers are listening to us because we're not trying to teach you how to hack the system. But that's how you hack the system. Yeah, if you're a teenager, uh, none of this is going to work. It's, no. <laughs> It's just not. Wow. Why is the why is the leather jacket over the shoulder? Um, because I'm a bad boy, but she still is willing to. But you're ready to you're ready to throw it yeah. away. It's symbolic. And, yeah. and you have like a white t shirt underneath. Yeah. Or no shirt. No, I'd have to wear a t shirt. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this isn't Twilight. This dance has strict rules about wearing clothes. It's like I'm just I'm picturing you just like as a greaser. Yeah, basically. that's pretty much what it is. It's amazing. I just can't stop thinking about it. This is perfect. And obviously there's a judge in the corner who says he's acquitted of all charges. <laughs> <laughs> just a judge at the dance. Yeah, he, he's one of the chaperones. <laughs> he's, he's got a gavel and he just bangs on the wall. Yeah. He's innocent. Oh, man. Um, not, wow. So, so my answer is like not as good. Um, <laughs> but but I, I feel like if, if I just bought bought um my love interest uh a puppy uh that would be great because because when everyone loves puppies if you don't love puppies there's something wrong with you yep um you might you may be a sociopath um puppies are wonderful and i feel like if you gave if i gave the protagonist i'm in this romantic comedy and i realize my job is to win her over right i'm going to give her a puppy because it's going to bring so much joy into her life. 
And every time she sees that puppy <laughs> and feels that joy, she's going to remember where she got that puppy from. Oh, man. And so she's going to slowly start to equate the joy with me um, in a sort of ironically Pavlovian response <laughs> where she feels joy when she thinks about me. That feels just really wrong. <laughs> Guys, what, are all of our ideas like super manipulative? <laughs> <laughs> um, all of your ideas are, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I'm not saying I would really do this in real sure. life. Well, you, you would do it in the movie. I'm going to do it in the movie because, like, right. you realize people do super manipulative, passive aggressive, like, stuff like that in the movies. And it's like, everyone's like, oh, I wish someone would do that for me, you know? But it's like, no, nah, when you when you peel back the layer a little bit, you're like, this this is very self-serving. And if someone did that in real life, I'd question their motives, right? Yeah, you get right. a restraining order. <laughs> right. Yes. Most definitely. But um, if anyone wants to win me over... Uh, just give me a puppy. It'll totally work. Noted. Good thing you're not like a congressman or something. <laughs> Here's a puppy. Okay. I have, a pu- I, have, I have puppy fever so bad, guys. I want a puppy so bad. So bad. So bad. I just... I, just, I can't stop thinking about it. I'm just imagining, though, like in the world of the rom-com, like what would happen is like through a series of unfortunate events, you would offend the protagonist so much that only a puppy could make up for it. But the fact that you went through the effort of getting a puppy like makes her fall for you. Wait, no, I figured it out. I figured it out. Yeah. I give them the puppy and then I fake my death. <gasps> <laughs> because that. So, I mean, I guess. I guess technically they would be in love with you, but you would have to like leave forever. That's that's no, but I wouldn't. That's a double whammy because uh-huh. I come back. Oh, because I say okay. I'm sorry. I had to fake my death because people were after me, but I couldn't stay away from you. I would because rather I risk my this- life because <laughs> I stole this puppy. Because I stole this puppy from a mob boss. <laughs> But they were gonna but so so now so now we need to move to Hong Kong, okay? So I faked my death so you could keep the puppy. But I, I just couldn't stay away. Yes, yes, this is perfect. I really hope that if I fall in love, I can keep this episode back from who from whoever that is. Don't you mean win? Uh oh yeah sure. Um, what, what would that what would that rom com be? be though would it be must love dogs too must really love dogs too <laughs> but it's t-o-o instead of two <laughs> it's it's not even a sequel it's just like oh yeah yeah it's just kind of build off the success there, look there's no rule that says a dog can't star in the, in the rom-com <laughs> <laughs> i just want to watch an air bud rom-com. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so good <laughs> and someone had to make the joke like Man, these dogs are taking all of our women. And that's that's the only line that character has. <laughs> They're like, uh, you like Bud? He's a dog. Because <laughs> he's a dog, get it? Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> I got it. It might be a little bit too much on the nose. You think that'd be on the no- on on the nose? Yeah. On the on, on, uh, the, on the wet nose. It'd be wet, so it'd be a healthy nose. <laughs> let's just let's let's just dog ear this oh, one. Okay. Okay, let's let's take a pause and that and I think that brings up an important question. Yeah. How come when 
like men are being terrible. We call them dogs sometimes because honestly, dogs are much better people than men usually are. <laughs> yeah, I it, I don't understand that either. Like like calling someone a dog should be a compliment. I'm thinking the person who popularized that had one of those dogs that um you peed on that's everything. A, that's aggressive. Mm. Uh, I that's I that's just what I assume. It's <laughs> a good thought. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Um, I mostly just wanted to use the pause pun. <laughs> The pause, the pause, the pause what's your what's your what's your answer which okay. which which what's your what's your what's your answer my answer, your, is, answer is is predicated upon the fact that most rom-com plots um revolve around either miscommunication or just a complete lack of communication right right and so i would get the girl by just um being honest <laughs> <laughs> just coming right out and there there wouldn't be i would avoid every situation where i would have to say the words wait i can explain and then if i was in one of those situations i would actually explain it. <laughs> so instead of saying wait i can explain you would just literally explain right in the time that it would take to say wait i can explain before she walks away right and and like like if i was if it was a from the outside, it looked like a compromising situation, but it was not. I wouldn't act like I was guilty because I would not be guilty. Right. Unless I was guilty, in which case I would just apologize profusely and buy her a puppy. Have you ever done that when you realize <laughs> I, I did this a, a, a few days ago? I I was doing something that I realized this was at work. Mm-hmm. I realized it looked bad. Yeah. I don't want to say what it was necessarily but it, it looked like i was i was sloughing off or something right mm-hmm. and and unexpectedly someone walks in who who i should not should not see me sloughing off right and and in, instead of like panicking i just was like no lean in <laughs> and and it was it went surprisingly well He's it like, was I'm, amazing i'm doubling down on this yes and and it makes me think like, what an idiot <laughs> that I have been my whole life going through and being worried when it turns out, just lean in. Yeah. Just, 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 just go, go for it. Go for it. I like, uh, whenever I see a cop on the road, like I enter into this like guilt spiral where I'm not speeding. Uh-huh. I'm using my blink. Like I'm following the rules of the road. I'm not even like weaving in my lane. So I'm doing nothing suspicious. Right. But then I see a cop and I think, oh, I should make sure to not do anything suspicious. And then <laughs> you I, remember then, that I, one time you checked, you, you read your phone while you were driving. <laughs> right. And then, and then I, then I think, oh, I shouldn't think so much about not trying to be suspicious. That will make me suspicious. <laughs> yeah. And then I just get into this spiral where I'm like, okay, but what if I forget to not be suspicious while I'm trying to not be suspicious about not being and then, suspicious? And, and, and then you accidentally crash into the cop. <laughs> so uh, so is the love interest the cop or – I just – I just – I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> Keep going. Sorry. I've, I've, I've devolved into stories about my own life. Like, you know how the other week we talked about how much I follow rules? I want to clarify that 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 rule following is mostly about like fear and not like like this like because I love rules necessarily. So like sometimes, you know, I'll I'll see a light change yellow and I'm like I can make that and there's no cops around. You know, things like that. You you've been really worried about this, aren't haven't you? Yeah. <laughs> well, Which is I funny cuz it brings us back to the fear I'm again. Introducing 
I'm just introducing the story. You just new evidence to the support your case. Just learn to my story. <laughs> oh, okay. oh, he's, I didn't, we didn't know we were getting into a story. You just been okay. Never mind. Keep going. You just had a lot to it's, say it's, for this answer. Well, I called it a story now, but it's just like a thing that happened. That was um, like the longest preface. That's why yes. I got confused. Because you guys keep was... interrupting me. <laughs> I will. The record will show that I've only said ten words in this last answer. So <laughs> I was muted because my niece came in mm-hmm. and started talking to me. So I know it wasn't me. <laughs> anyway, so I ran this red light once. Uh huh. And um, that like the. The, the suspicion spiral in my brain just broke down. And so while I was going through the intersection where there was a red light, I I put my hands, both of my hands on my head and I screamed out, oh no, what have I done? <laughs> and there was a cop there and he pulled me over. And while we were chatting, he was like, also, next time you run a red light, don't, don't just throw your hands in the air. Like, you should keep your hands on the wheel next time. It's- why did you say oh no what have i done like did you just murder your wife or something were you in some sort of ancient mesopotamian play well i knew there i knew there was a cop behind me because i like just checked my mirror like as i was going through the red light so i saw this cop i saw the red light and then i just decided that my life was over and i was going to jail for It's funny, like how scared you are of police because you're um, white. <laughs> that and I'm a, an, an upstanding citizen, and also I've never had like a negative interaction with a police officer. Like I ran that red light, and I was just like nice to him, and he gave me a warning. What? <laughs> I I've well, never nice. gotten a ticket. Like the the police have never done anything bad to me, and yet I am still deathly terrified. I once ran a red light, and the <laughs> ticket was like six hundred dollars because yeah. it was also in California. But you know, live and learn. I once I once did not run a red light, and I did not run a stop sign. In fact, the stop sign was farther down the street from where I got onto the road, and I still got. A $350 ticket. Yep. So that was fun. I've not had very many good interactions with police officers. <laughs> so are you guys not white? <clears throat> Apparently. No. I Come on. Getting a traffic ticket is a lot different than what would happen. <laughs> it's the whitest thing that you can do. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, oh, they find they find me money from all the money that I have. <laughs> I almost got a ticket for taking an illegal U-turn at a stop sign. Mm. But it was in West Virginia, so it was like going to court back in time. <laughs> <laughs> did, they, did they have like a, like a, like, was there a cockerel in the courtroom? Yeah, there was like some cages with like uh, roosters in the corner. <laughs> uh, there wasn't a judge. They called him a barrister. <laughs> uh, my favorite part, though, is this guy came up to plead that he wasn't drunk. He was getting drunk. <laughs> everyone in the entire court just busted up laughing. <laughs> it was really good. It was a good time. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. I, I could I could see you meeting your rom com love interest there at traffic. Oh, Club. that would be so good. And the tagline could be, You really arrested my attention. Mm. <laughs> nope, I wouldn't see it. Just because the tagline. <laughs> Obviously, the title would be West Virginia Mountain Mama. (laughs) Oh, hey, it's my question. Hey, guys. (laughs) 
I love how every time you get to your question, you're like so surprised. <laughs> like you're waiting for somebody else. I haven't like been like keeping track. I just go with the flow because I'm just chill like that. <laughs> right. You're just super chill. <laughs> so, hey, guys, what aspect of a rom or a romantic comedy do you wish was true about real life relationships? I think I think for me, it is the exceptionally low bar it sets for for what a person has to do well excuse me big old burp Uh, okay you have a mute key though right you still have that i just didn't i just think like this is an example of what i'm saying like the the bar is low (laughs) the bar is really low um but like it's like people do people do things in romantic comedies it's like that are these really like um meaningless gestures and it's like that makes someone fall in love with you which is just hilarious like giving him a puppy like giving him a puppy (laughs) (laughs) um like showing up to a dance you were supposed to show up to anyway yeah you know what i mean like well i guess what it is is that people disappoint like the 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 love interest will disappoint the protagonist yeah and then like not even like a little like a lot like a huge disappointment and then they make a little bit of a a repentance you know and and everything's perfect again and she's like he's changed yeah it's like no <laughs> that is not real that's not how life works this one gesture totally rectifies all that awful stuff right like like making a videotape about the last 15 years doesn't mean that it's not weird that you married somebody who literally can't remember what happened yesterday (laughs) it's it's just funny because people get really mad at me when i stand up in the theater and yell about this (laughs) Uh, (laughs) don't you remember what they did like i slept with your sister (laughs) that's not okay but if this was a rom-com at the beginning of the movie everybody would be upset at you about that and then by the end of the movie you'd stand up and then sit back down and then you and your date would just make out and you would be in love wouldn't that be a great way to start a romantic comedy (laughs) i i want to make hey hollywood listen to this they're they're (laughs) obviously listening hollywood listen i know hollywood's listening okay so hollywood Hollywood's a person, right? I'm, I'm correct. It's a, actually a rapper yeah, it, named ho- Hollywood. <laughs> it's 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 a couple. It's Mister and Mrs. Hollywood. Mister and Mrs. Hollywood. Here's what. Here's how it starts. You, you open to like a generic romantic comedy opening, right? You you uh, say you show the guy and the girl doing separate things. You know, intercut with the titles, whatever. You know, you you go on for like a full 15 minutes of an actual just perfect dead-on romantic comedy and then a guy just stands up and you realize this is in a movie theater and uh and he's like boo and that starts the actual romantic comedy. you don't know what love is <laughs> yeah i and think do uh, I. <laughs> I, I, it'd be it'd be um subversive here's how you do it though and unique you gotta advertise it mm. where the advertisements and the trailer all show oh, the first yeah, like, 20 minutes of the movie yes Yes. Yes. You never release any of it to to anybody else. Yeah. And it's just like the posters for it are just like the lead guy of that first fifteen minutes, and like the lean the the lead girl just like leaning on him <laughs> and like looking up at him and like rolling her eyes, like oh, this guy. <laughs> oh, it's perfect. Or why don't we yeah. just do the first like the beginning of it is just him watching that very same trailer in the movie theater, 
And he's like, nah, and just leaves. And that's the. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wait, it's not the beginning of the movie. The beginning of the movie looks like a trailer for a romantic comedy. And then you realize, oh, crap, we're in the movie. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, why? Why aren't we famous? What? (laughs) Why? Why aren't we just having money sent to us right now? There's a lot of reasons. It's probably because we haven't like made any of these things. We've just joked about it. Well, whose fault is that? I think it's Hollywood's. Uh, Mr. and Mrs. Hollywood. Yeah. Man, yeah, the Hollywood man's keeping <laughs> us down. <laughs> hey, Adam, what's your uh, answer? I mean, uh, <clears throat> <laughs> My answer. Have you has it ever amazed you just like how everybody in rom- every romantic comedy just knows like the kissing rules? I don't think so. That's how that's know, all of us kiss all the they time. No, when kissing is a is a thing to do. That's just how everyone kisses all the time, Adam. That must be just you <laughs> that's having problems with that. I'm the weird one. <laughs> I'm joking. What are the me? Are the kissing rules about how or when? Or it's mostly, I mean, both. I guess technically, but mostly mm. when. Yeah, like the main characters will just look at you and like they just know, like, oh, this is the time that we mash our faces together. I've never known that in my real life. So I guess the, <laughs> I I guess this is a good time for brutal honesty. So you're saying that you've never you've never felt the timing and just and just gone for I've, it. I've I've wanted to, but maybe maybe I just get too much inside my own head where I'm just like mm-hmm. I want to kiss this person on the mouth, but does she want to be kissed on the mouth? Yeah, that's that's really difficult, especially if you have no self-esteem. Yeah, no, that might be part of it. <laughs> um, I, I, I will. I've already talked about this on a past episode, but my tactic is, um, is just to like wait it out until <laughs> until the the my significant other in uh, just decides that that they've waited long enough, and they and they make the decision for the both of us. Usually, the decision is he's probably not interested. I'm just going to move on. <laughs> No, it uh, it works sometimes. Um, it's easy. It's well, it's not easy because it's a it's a it's a lot of you have to develop a lot of patience. Let's just <laughs> it's a whole lot of <laughs> the the last time that I kissed somebody, she she basically told me to without t- like saying the words. You should kiss me right now. What so, did she say? Um, we were watching something and it basically finished. And we were just we're like we were cuddling on the couch, and she looked at me, and I looked at her, and she like closed her eyes, <laughs> and then I leaned in a little bit, and then she winked her other eye, and then I backed off, and because I was like, oh, I think she wants me to kiss her, and then I leaned in a little bit, and then I backed off, and I was like, but what if she doesn't? <laughs> oh, this is making me and so uncomfortable to hear this. She, then she like she was basically puckering at me, and then she looked, she opened her eyes again, and. Oh, you went too slow. And then I just went in for it. <laughs> so I assume you're still with this girl, obviously. <laughs> oh, no, obviously not. I'm picturing this process being like five minutes and it's making me so uncomfortable. It's like, you ever have like the piano rehearsal uh, anxiety where it's like you're anxious for another person? This is a whole new version of that because this is in the past and I'm still anxious about it for you. Here's the thing. <laughs> We need to get hear her side of the story. Her, her side of the story. We need to get her on the show. Her side of the story is that three days later she called me and she was like, "We shouldn't do this anymore." <laughs> uh, this needs to stop. 
Yeah. You're just staring at me when I've got my eyes closed and it's creeping me out. (laughs) Oh, Adam, Adam, this is, thank you. Thank you for sharing this because that piano rehearsal nervousness is like, simultaneously it's like something i hate but it's also something i love (laughs) and i crave it's like it's like heroin to me like it's it's like watching the office right right? that's why i love the that's why i love those kinds of shows Mm -hmm. because they just provide that black tar heroin of social awkwardness (laughs) aaron i've known you for a while and you love social Mm -hmm. awkwardness your it. job so in life good. is to be the one that throws that monkey wrench into that machine <laughs> from as far distance as possible. It just makes me so happy. Yeah. I, I, You're the type of person where it. you see two the two people like getting pretty close to each other, and then you randomly say from across the room, "Oh, remember that time that so and so made out with your sister," and just leave. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I um, I'm that guy. I'm uh, I don't know what the trope is for that person, but that's totally me. It's, uh, it's called jerk. <laughs> it's called a big fat jerk. Um, Andrew, what what's your answer to? Remember we when we an- were answering a question um, instead of we're living terrible moments and calling each other names. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, my answer is a little bit more tame than uh, either of yours, but mine is wow. setting up a date. Because one thing that romantic comedies don't do is when two couple were like, hey, you want to go out? Yeah. And then they part ways. And then suddenly the next scene is that they're both at the park or they're both at the coffee shop. You're like, you guys didn't trade numbers. You guys didn't set a time. You didn't try to work it out. You're like, you didn't see that scene where like, well, actually Tuesday doesn't work for me because I got yoga that day. Awesome. Well, I have to walk my dog on Wednesday. Well, so what about Thursday? Thursday would be great. Okay. Awesome. Uh, do you like uh, parks? Yeah, I think I like parks, but I still kind of have allergies. Oh, okay, we'll go to the coffee shop and said, "Awesome, I'll see you at six. Perfect." Wait, is it the vegan coffee shop? Because I'm a vegan. Wait, you're a vegan? Yeah. Mm. Maybe I should reassess <laughs> this whole situation. Anyway, so that doesn't happen in romantic comedies, and that'd be nice if I could just walk down the street and you know, like have a moment, like, "Hey, can I take you out?" Yeah, that'd be awesome. Next scene. What if you could just condense it down to like a, a like a like a raised eyebrow? Yes. You look at them. You go. You go. Yeah. Huh? And they go. And then it's set. Next scene, we're at the library reading books and joking around. <laughs> right. And that's one aspect. And then they just know when to kiss each other at some point. On the <laughs> Adam, are you a little bitter about that? Or I'm, I'm like bitter at myself. I'm like mad at me. It's like, how dare me? Adam, do you want me to give you some advice about when to kiss a girl? No, don't take advice from Andrew. <laughs> this is like the very worst person to take no, advice from. Boo. Second to me. Boo. I'm going to be that friend. <laughs> the friend that gives terrible advice. <laughs> right. Dude, just, just, just ask her, hey, can I kiss you? <laughs> and if she says y- yes, that's awesome. If she says no, then you're like, fine, whatever. See... What you've done, Andrew, is even worse than the advice you gave, which is to open the door oh. for people to start sending us advice on this matter. L- like you don't love the interaction with our fans. I not this way. <laughs> Please and thank you. You know what? Unless they themselves tell us their awkward stories, that you have to pass through that crucible to be able to sit in this hollowed circle you know what everyone and, and talk to any us. concerns or problems that you have or t- terrible stories just share them to my twitter don't send them to aaron's oh uh-huh. or you could call 
the voicemail box and we Right. That's uh was that seven six zero um eight eight but no, I better not tell you the wrong number. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll tell it to you at the end of the show. Well, the, we have uh, magic, so he can say it and look it up and put it at the right time. It's like it's it's a, well, what is it's a seven six zero um eight six seven five three oh nine eight 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 one forty eight eight no eight 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 one forty seven six zero eight eight one forty three eighty two. It's a seven six zero eight eight one G Dub. Oh, cool. That's that's easier ever, right? Um, I used to give that one out to the ladies. Uh, the, um, they loved it. Did Did you know when to uh, kiss them? I'm still hung up on that. Do you remember I? Do you remember I made? Do you remember I made calling cards? There were business cards, and you were all about the lady business. <laughs> but yes, <laughs> that was fun. I uh, handed out a lot of those. So how many of those um, calls did you get back? Um, I can't think of a one. <laughs> um, speed dating. Speed, speed dating. Oh, remember that time uh, I went was... speed dating, but it was like the, yeah. the, a lot of like older women. Uh huh. And they're like, "Oh, I've been in prison for three years." Like, oh shoot. Yeah, yeah. I I remember. <laughs> I don't know which one of us got because we were both in the same room, right? And you're like, how much younger than me? You're like, like th- four, se- three, seven years. <laughs> Not that much. And anyhow, you ended up in the same age bracket as me, and these people were old for me. Yes, because we were both in the old. <laughs> yeah, they were all over you like flies on stink, man. <laughs> they wanted some of that savage candy. They saw someone who was gullible. So, and and it was. I think I got the prison person first because, like, she was asking about what I did, and so I was like, "Oh yeah, so where where do you do?" She's like. Uh, I just got out of prison, and that's when like I noticed her leg tattoo, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, it was a uh, her leg tattoo said I was in prison." <laughs> <laughs> it was. Like, I'm not saying that I wouldn't date a felon, but I wouldn't date someone if that's the first thing they decide to tell me about. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but then what if it's like the fourth or fifth or tenth? Thing they like, then you're like, well, why didn't you tell me about this before? What are you, what's going on here? Yeah, I, I feel like I feel like I have been to prison as a second date topic. <laughs> oh, that would be weird though, because then you're always going to have the story like, one time I went on a date with a felon and I didn't even know I could have been dead. <laughs> <laughs> See, but that's a great story though. Yeah, never mind. That is a pretty great story. It's like that one. <laughs> did I ever tell you about that one time I got into a knife fight on a roof in Canada? <laughs> that's my story. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I must you must just remember it from when I told it to you. No, um, it happened to me. Thanks for listening. Remember, your ratings fuel us, so please rate and share the show wherever you listen to it. You can subscribe to receive new episodes the moment they're released by going to 3g3q.co slash subscribe. A big thank you to our supporters on patreon.com. Sign up to get access to exclusive stuff like unreleased episodes, deleted scenes, haikus, and much more. We'd also love to hear from you, so where can people get a hold of all y'all, all y'all, y'all, all y'all, 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 well, if you're done, I'm on Twitter, uh, A underscore Sav. Hit me up. Tell them your awkward stories. CC me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also on Twitter at that Adam kid. And um, tell them when it's time to I was going to think of another thing, but I couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> it's an awkward situation. Like <laughs> you're just going to wait for them to tell you. Huh? I'm, <laughs> I'm Aaron L.M. Goodwin on Twitter. And uh, get a, get a hold of me there. Um, 
You might have to compete for my time and attention over people who think I am the star of hit quote-unquote reality television ghost hunting show, uh, Ghost Adventures. <laughs> but, uh... Wait, you're not that person? Uh, man, this friendship's I'm up. not that Aaron Goodwin. Uh, you gotta lead with that, man. Other than that, I want you to remember never trust the advice from the friend. The friend. The friend. He's going to give you bad advice. <laughs> Don't listen to Vince Vaughn. I also want you to remember that I'm the one who gave you that beautiful puppy that you love so very much. <laughs> I also want you to remember the kissing rules. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> and I also want you to remember to question everything. The kissing rules. Like, that's such a weird way because there's no rules. Like, this is, has not been codified. This sounds like <laughs> the name of our romantic comedy. <laughs> the kissing I, I rules. I feel like it has been codified and just nobody's shown me the book. I feel like. See, that's where, you're, that's where the whole problem starts. <laughs> is that, that you think it's written in a, boat, in a book. In a book. I'm going to stop this recording now. Oh, yeah, I should. Uh...